Welcome to Time Played 3HR, a podcast about playing video games for three hours at a time. My name is Louis. And my name is Lockie, and this week we played three hours of haunted PS1 demo disc Spectrum Wall. Gosh, Lockie. We're back. How does it feel, man? Halloween's here. Halloween's here, and. <laughs> Halloween's here, it's spooky. Finally getting to it. Let's do it. No, it's uh, uh, November 30th. Christmas is here though, can't wait. Can't wait for that one. And we're live. We're live. We're back in. Lucky. Hello. (laughs) How you doing, bud? Yeah, you know, I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. it is weird not talking to you as much. Yeah, it is <laughs> like, weird. Uh, right? It's it's weird coming uh, to an app and actually catching up. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> we we would typically, like, usually, well, not always, but, you know, quite often we would just basically launch straight into doing an app. Yeah. But we've got to do a little, like, all right, we've got to cross off all the, you know. They're not even. You know? Not even. And here it's we interesting. are. How, how do you, how do you, do you feel, I mean, I, it feels like a bit like, a, you know, putting on an old shoe, let's say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's been like a month. <laughs> well, this episode, this is a Halloween episode. This is our Halloween app. So um, we so can very specifically date. Happy Halloween. Date it to um, <laughs> when, it, when it was original intention to go live. Should have been. <laughs> Uh, which was the 31st. I can never remember Halloween for yeah, some reason. Yeah, yeah that one. Yeah. Um, and here we are on the 30th. Of November. Uh, yes, and tomorrow is when it'll go live when uh, Christmas is allowed to start. Assuming I edit it tonight. Of course, yeah, good point. Which I may good well point. not because I'm a bit knackered. So maybe, sure. so, maybe sometime <laughs> in October. <laughs> not October, December. That's the one. Sure. Sometime in December uh, you're listening to this. So happy Halloween. Yeah. I hope um, do you have a good Halloween, uh, Lucky, just to trying to, you know, somewhat keep it on <laughs> on trend. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was yeah? on a plane. Um I I was in Bodo, Norway. Oh. <laughs> I landed I landed at like five. Um and it's the tiny I told you about the town, right? I don't know if you did. Um so it's like northern Norway or well, it's like an hour and a half's flight north from Oslo. Mm-hmm. North. Um, and it's tiny. It's the smallest little town. The airport is about 20 minutes from the hotel mm-hmm. walk. And that's like the center of town. <laughs> nice. Um, but it's my second time there. So uh, I knew the ropes a bit. And I already have the electric scooter app, so I just scooted into town in, like, ten, ten minutes. Done. Um, and it was nice. On the scooter in, there were a few kids trickle-treating. <laughs> yeah. Which is... Um, That's cute. Brings you back to what day it was. Yeah. Did you... Did you do... When did you stop trick-or-treating? Do you remember um, your last trick-or-treat? Kind of. I did remember it we feel did feel like few... your last? Was it like, oh, this is it? We did a few around Sheen, um, 
and I, we definitely asked each other, are we too old to be doing this, like, a few times. <laughs> but then you have, then you just eat all the Then you're just like, oh, well, we've got a bunch of crap out of this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think I, would... I remember when I stopped. Because I, I feel like I can only remember, like, two Halloweens of, like, kid kid Halloweens. I don't, they all mash together. Quite similar experiences. How many? Two. Yeah, so only, I can remember two specific years of place and time, but I, I'm obviously I did it every year for many years, but I don't remember it okay. at all. I don't remember it at all. Yeah, it's it's hard to picture like outfits. Yeah, like even. I can't have dressed up as something every year. I don't. Well, you had to. I right? know. Way. I don't. I feel like I only did that, like, in fact, the only two I can remember. In fact, I can only remember one outfit, so I can remember one of the years I was wearing an outfit. <laughs> Do you remember what it was? Yeah, I've got, I think probably the only reason I remember it is I have the okay. photo nearby. <laughs> well, that's, definitely, that's definitely the reason you remember um, it. <laughs> I think I was probably like seven or eight, and uh, uh, I, was, I got a, this, you know, I've never seen, and obviously at seven had not seen the movie Scream. Um, no, no, no way. But I had a scream mask, and you you would have um, you would squeeze this little yep, sack, a pump, a little pump, and blood would trickle down the front of the mask. Um, yeah. So I, I didn't know it was scream. I just thought that was really cool, um, and that's Dude. why I wanted the mask. And I just wore. There's a picture of me wearing that in some jeans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is so funny because did you I have always... that too? I actually didn't, but I always wanted it. I always oh. thought that mask was so cool. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, but never had it. But what a strange thing to think is cool. Blood? No, uh, the screen mask. But clearly well, I, it resonated I think, with You kids. know, like, yeah, it's just like, it's a, it's like a toy, you know? It's like a, there's like a mechanism to it. That's what's cool about it. Like, mm. And that's, yeah. that's definitely what both of us are kind of, you know, how we're inclined. <laughs> A thing it to was, fiddle with. Yeah, I don't think it was the blood for me, though. Was, I think it was just the aesthetics of the mask. Uh, I think for me it was just the literal... <laughs> the, sque- the squeezy pump. <laughs> no, it was the pump that I had to, that you would keep in your hand down your sleeve. Um, um, looking at it here. Um, gosh. that With that very specific like Halloween fabric that you pull over your head. <laughs> yeah, sort of <laughs> the thinnest the, like non-fabric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I'm. A, I don't remember anything else I ever dressed up as. That's really sad. I don't remember a single one. A I don't, single one. I don't think I ever. I definitely don't think I ever like put much thought into it. Like I wasn't. I wasn't. Like oh, I really want to dress up as. I don't know. I don't know what I was even. What cartoons and stuff I was enjoying at the time. I don't think I was ever really a dress up kid. Do you, I mean, you remember, do you have much memory of cartoons you used to enjoy back in that age? Um, I, no, not really. really? I really don't okay, have a huge, like, I'm sure if you said some things, I'd be like, oh yeah, but like, I don't know what I used to watch a lot as a kid. I, I think the, the cartoon I remember feeling like always watching was The Simpsons, um, and I probably started watching that when I was, like, eight or nine. Um, and I would watch that, like, every evening. Right. But I don't remember, like, more, like, 
obviously because that's a little bit more adulties, but like I don't really remember like much of the kiddie stuff. I mean, you weren't turning up as like I don't know, sideshow Bob. No, 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 no. Something like that. No. No. Yeah, yeah, it's tough to remember, isn't it? Really, like the whole thing's just a bit of a blur. I've I've got more memories of doing it when I was younger. I think when it was just like before it was even a social event. It was mm-hmm. just me <laughs> with my mother walking around our <laughs> one street, our one cul-de-sac. <laughs> That's more what I remember. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, prepare to be spooked. Uh, and then prepare to be festive. Uh, but for now, uh, we have, for the third year in a row, another This haunted, is the third year, right? Yeah, yeah haunted demo disc. This 22. is the first one that isn't, it doesn't have a year on it, which really threw me. Well, it was hard to find, actually. Yeah, which I, I don't know why they got rid of the year thing. I like the year thing. Um, it's well, the same reason... Um, oh, no. I was going to say it's the same reason like FIFA do it, but it's the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an idiot. Man, did you know that... Did you, uh, We talked about this, right? I talked to you about mm. this. The FIFA thing? Yeah, you told me about that. It's freaking what? It still blows my mind. From <laughs> next year, right? Yeah, because I saw... I was reminded of it because I saw the ads for this year, and then you can see in the like the bottom right corner of like the ads on the billboards and stuff in London, you can see the name. They've got like a tagline, and I think that's going to be next year's name. Yeah, um, that was it. And what was it again? It's like the People's Game or something, like something, obviously, whatever. Like the 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 yawn. The world's game. I don't, I don't freaking know. The beautiful. The beautiful game. That one. <laughs> you been watching any of the World Cup? Stupid no. question. No. Um No. Fair. <laughs> you didn't even watch England in the Euros final, did you? No, I didn't I really know it was happening until someone that I'm working with was like, Oh, I'm watching the World Cup right now. <laughs> and like Well oh, you didn't was... know the World Cup was happening? Like I know, no. To be honest, no. Which is bad because there's. Well, I feel bad about it because there's a lot of political stuff going on around it, and I feel like I should know that at least. But um, sure. But the yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Um, wow, that's and crazy. then I mean that shows how disconnected you are, or how busy you are. <laughs> like it's not busy. It's you're just not even it's just, aware that it's happening. I, it's so easy to not pay attention to things that you're not interested in. There are just <laughs> yeah. things. So many things going on in the world that just we all have no idea. <laughs> yeah, um, that is true. Um, but this is like probably the thing in the world right now that the most people know is happening. Yeah. Of all the things in the world, this is probably number one on the awareness <laughs> ranking. You know what I mean? It's it's pretty like high. S- single events. I reckon it's numero uno. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway. Anyway, um, um, yeah, we, we played, uh, for this Halloween, we played, as you were saying, the third Haunted Demo Disc. This year, it's called Haunted Demo PS1 Disc. one Mall Edition or something. Spectral Mall, I believe. It's the Spectral mm. Mall. Um, Spooky. Uh, yeah, it, it doesn't have a number. So my brain was like, it also, like, I don't know if they always don't come out actually at Halloween. It, like, came out, like, a month before or something. Um so the whole thing just kind of threw me a bit, um, but we we got there. Um, 
I mean, these things always do. You want the lead up to be when you play these things. Yeah. It's um, a big game. <laughs> it is. <laughs> really. <laughs> yeah. You break it down, it's a big game. It's a lot in there. Um, yeah. yeah, so if, for, for y'all who don't know what this is, it is a uh, curation collection of um, indie horror-ish games. Um, not like necessarily PlayStation 1 style, but I guess like lo-fi um, for the most part is probably a better way as how I would describe them um, at least. Uh, so a lot of them are like PS1 era, N64 style graphics and stuff, but not that's not necessarily the way it is. Um and it's just a collection. And then, like, basically every year it seems like the sort of wrapper around um, this demo disc has gotten more complicated. And at this point is kind of a game in and of itself. Um, I was thinking about how, like, the original was literally just... It was just a launcher, right? It was just, like, a catalog that you would pick from. Um, uh, and then the, sec- the second one was a museum. Yeah. Um, that you would wander around and go just to different floors and there were different games to play. And this one has like a uh, sort of classic survival horror esque puzzles, very simple um, versions of, of, of that. Um, how, uh, how'd you find it? Yeah, where do you even start with these things? Where do you start? Well, well I'll tell you where I start with these is that oh. I don't, I don't enjoy, <laughs> I don't enjoy scary games. Fair enough. Um, I'm in a weird situation where I've gone from you being my ally to you being my enemy. Uh, I don't think this. that's true. I don't think that's true. Because <laughs> the thing is, like, I, I still I still really struggle to play scary games. Like, that hasn't changed. Okay. Like, it's not like I'm just sitting there, like, shrugging off, like, that's stuff. And I'm not one of those weirdos that, like, just doesn't get moved by scary games. Um, no, 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 no. Some of the stuff I... I one or two of these games I quit because so I was like, I can't do this. Um, yeah. um, so it's not that I, I just, I just think there's some interesting stuff in and around them, you know? Um, yeah. So and, do I. Yeah. And I, I think straight off the bat, I think it's worth um, taking our hat off to everyone who contributed to this thing mm-hmm. uh, because there are some great games in here. Um, and before I besmeech any of them, Besmeech. <laughs> what's the word? Uh, <laughs> besmeech. No, 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 sorry. Yeah, besmeech. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, just besmeech away. Uh, <laughs> it is a word. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not the correct word. It's close. Um, <laughs> it's past <and> tense. Before <laughs> I, um, before I, yeah. Talk, <laughs> talk crap about any of these <laughs> games um, due to my tint of not enjoying playing these games alone and uh, things that don't matter. I think as a whole, there are some like excellent games in here yeah. uh, and some really cool things being, being done. Yeah. I think, I think just like the whole package, <clears throat> like um, it's, at this point it's like supremely polished um, and Clearly, a lot of care goes into just the like the demo sort of disky part of it um, before you even get to the actual demos themselves. Um, actually, the only thing I will say on that, which I'm, which is not a problem, I'm glad it is they, a problem. I know what you're going to say, and I think it is a problem. 
I'm glad they I'm glad they mix it up and they're continuing to like expand, but like it bothers me a little that you can't pick whatever you want to play yep. from the start and that there are people that have made these demos that yep. are less likely to be played because yep. they're at the end of a bunch of puzzles. Yep. Um, Which that I fully being, agree with. That being said, uh, I actually didn't realize I booted it up today. There is a separate section that you can go and just browse through the entire catalog um, straight away. But it doesn't matter because no but one's it's not playing the, it like that. But it's not the I main didn't realize it draw. was there. Yeah. You yeah, yeah. didn't realize it was there. Yeah. Um, and I agree that the beauty of the demo disc format uh, is that we turned up having played totally random games. And even on the last one in the museum, yeah. I remember you saying that they randomized the I wasn't sure if the they games. had. Cause like, I, was, I was curious if they had because that would have been more fair. But they did. They did because we came together and we talked about it and identified that there were different games in different places. I didn't we say that and then we realized actually that maybe we just went to different floors. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's possible. Uh, <laughs> it's but anything's possible. <laughs> Any, anything's possible. Anything. Yeah. Um, so I assumed and I, but I was wondering if they had this randomized as well uh, because of the set structure of it. So basically, just to give some context on this, um, when you walk into this game, so it's set in a... Uh, the overworld is set in, like, a American shopping mall, uh, and all the storefronts are different demos, and some of them you can go into, but most of them are locked. And as you progress through this shopping mall, you get different ways of unlocking more demos and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. uh, but as a result it meant that sort of the first three that you play were almost 100% going to be in chain Mother Red and Ten Dead Doves. Ten Dead Doves. So they are randomized then. Hey! <laughs> That's great news. Love this game. Problem solved. <laughs> okay. Take it all Scrap back. Scrap the last ten. <laughs> Scrap the last ten. Oh, great. That's it. Great. That's fine then. That's, that's, that's funny. That is completely good. That is funny. That is funny. That's amazing. Um, because well, of course, nice because of course, you would do that. You wouldn't do it any other. Yeah, you, it would be you terrible if you were like, that. "Oh, by the way, your game out of the twenty games we're going to put behind Lost. five puzzles that most people aren't going to bother." So, what did you play first? Um, I mean, look at my did, list. The first thing have... I played was "They Speak from the Abyss." Yeah, I played that like that. Uh, North Star Courier didn't play it. Uh, and sorry, we are open. Uh, oh, I think I played that one. I think I've played all, almost uh, all of them, um, except one or two. And then I think there are some like secret games as well that I didn't oh, cool. that you have to like do certain things in this to unlock. Okay, well, I mean, the whole thing about it being randomized is just good news. Um, yeah, <laughs> because I, I, you, you know what, I really was quite. Uh, interested in the overworld by the end of it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's really well made. Um, and I think definitely, like, the tension I felt was like, this is really cool and I like this, but it's kind of sad that, <laughs> that this isn't random, but uh, yeah. it is. So, um, perfectly great. Um, um, yeah, it, so, like, the... I'm kind of sad that I wanted to find out what happened in the overworld uh, more A little than more than the games playing the demos the the overworld itself is like 
polished to a degree that a lot of the demos aren't quite um i would say like it's just just it just feels complete which makes sense because that's kind of it has to be um whereas the others are just demos but like yeah it definitely feels um finished uh but yeah so the 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 puzzles and mechanics themselves are like to to get around the overworld it's just a first person game you're in a sort of a spooky like snowed in dilapidated uh ghostly feeling shopping center um uh and there's like some back rooms and some like spooky boiler room and cloak rooms and like all that stuff and it's like very kind of oh you've got the hedge clippers now you can open the chain or oh you got the i don't know name an object name it's traditional you got the water quarter quarter now you can uh get the thing from the machine um so yeah, it's that kind of stuff. It's not like complex, which I think was the right decision because um, you don't want to make it so you actually never see all the games. Um, no, uh, and but it's you good. don't want it scary enough that it you don't yeah, get like it. you said it even slows you down. You don't want it even to slow the player down. Yeah, that said, I think then taking back the criticism, <laughs> the only thing then that I wish this one had that the last one didn't, the last one did even is the last one when you when you went into each game's sort of museum room, the room was, like, kind of decorated or, like, had elements from that demo kind of repurposed and put into the uh, the museum, the demo disc version of the aesthetic, um, which was, there was, some of them were just, like, really, really cool, like, um, interpretations of what the actual demo was, Um in the th- in the little 3d space and i really liked that and i was sad that like these these ones in this mall it's just a shop front center um with like a 3d model kind of in the hallway whatever the hallway the the shopping the window. window that's the word i'm looking for um but apart from that it's that and then you just boot into a like a little piece of paper that says the name of the game and who made it and stuff yeah um and so i miss that i mean i i, I agree um um, I also think like shop windows are an incredible way to do something really cool mm. for displaying um, the demo in like a mini visualized way in the same way that the rooms were in the last one. Mm. Uh, a shop window is like a perfect way to make a nice little display of what a shop representation of the game is. Yeah, um, but there was none of that. There was just like, yeah, they just felt a little like undercooked. Like it was just like, oh, here's just. I didn't even really look at them. They weren't particularly eye catching. No. Um, it was a like, gray space with like an object in it. Yeah, but you know, there's a, they obviously there was a lot more for them to do outside of that. Like, um, it has its own like arcade game thing on the top floor, which is weird. Um, uh, but that's a whole thing. So, like, clearly there was a lot more stuff to do. Um, and it's good. It's great. Yeah. So we should uh, talk about should the games, I guess. Games. Um, yeah, why don't you just... <clears throat> do you want to just go in your order and I'll just... Uh, sure. Jump in. I didn't... So I haven't written down every game I've played because if I didn't have anything interesting to say about it, I didn't make any notes. Um, okay. So... Yeah, why don't you just shout, and then anything um, you're missing, I'll jump in. In order, uh, In Chain. In Chain was the last one I played. Really? Enough. In Chain is uh, 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 
the Doom-esque... Potentially, like, excellent game with slightly awkward controls. Yeah, which, again, is a game that I would want to watch someone play almost more than play it myself. Mm. Uh, Which is funny because more and more these days I'm just obsessed with good game movement. Yeah, uh, I was gonna. Movement. I was gonna say of all of them, this would have been my guess for your favorite. Yeah, um, because it 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 has great movement mechanics. It's just a little bit too fiddly. It's a little bit too fiddly and made me feel a little bit too ill. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bouncy for sure. A really bouncy sort of uh, big textures that you're running around trying to shoot things and looking all over the place. Yeah, you've got a really, really wild, wide f- um, field of view. So, like, everything is just kind of, like, warping around you. Um, but, yeah, Fun it's kind though. of... Yeah, it's like a... Yeah, I think it's self-described as, like, Quake meets Dark Souls. I wasn't really sure what the Dark Souls elements were, but... Um, is really? Well, I guess, like, the shortcuts that you uh, make. I didn't really uh, feel... It didn't feel particularly... I, I don't are, you, are you sure you didn't say Doom slash Quake? No, it said Quake and Dark Souls. Um, um, maybe in theme. And yeah, there were skeletons. There were campfires. <laughs> there was, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's really cool, though. It's basically a doomy, quakey game where you run around really fast uh, shooting. Um, well, rewind. You don't so much as shoot. Uh, you predominantly use a grapple hook uh, that you throw out to bash enemies. Um, and you do unlock a gun as well, uh, so it sort of becomes a combination of throwing out a grappling hook um, and shooting, and then to kill an enemy, you have to get all of its health down and then hit it with your grappling hook to grab it and then throw it against a wall to perma-kill it. Um, yeah. It's so, like, yeah, it's it's a cool thing. Like The grappling hook itself is cool because it has, like, a lot of different functions which is always great for like a gamey weapon is to like be able to use it for several things yes um agreed um so yeah it's it's actually like technically it's a lantern on a chain um which is neat so like the lantern like fills up with juice and you can like absorb the juice from the lantern for certain effects but like um uh so you yeah so you like throw it and hit enemies with it um to knock down their, like, basically what is, like, a stagger meter. And then once they're staggered, you need to knock them into the air uh, and then grab them in the air while they're in the air and then reel them in, I'm yeah, and then throw them. So these are all button presses. Um, and it's just too much <laughs> yeah. for me. It's just too sure. much. And, like, I think it's you have to do that to kill the enemy, which kind of is a weird missed opportunity because then you don't get to like experiment and do interesting things. It's like every enemy has to be hit five times, thrown in the air, grabbed, reeled in, and then thrown again. Um, it would be nice if those were all things you could do, but you could do any of them to kill an enemy. Um, yeah. Or something I, I, I agree. I agree. I, yeah. I think it's a bit too much for something when you have to use it for every single enemy. Yeah. Um, yeah, and also like it. I just found like the just the 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 control scheme itself was just a little bit confusing, and uh, yeah, it was all just a little overwhelming. I what was I gonna say? I don't know. 
It was really cool though, and like and like the feel of it. You have like a really nice a lava slide, man. Yeah, you got like oh, a really good. Great. You like it's one of those slides where you actually speed up when you slide instead of like <laughs> slow down, which is really good. There's a wall run. You jump around. Um, There's like a knee tuck for a double jump, which again was slightly too much button press to get it done. Was. But like, it was. This is this is why I wanted to watch someone else play this game. Yeah, uh, because it was all just a little much. But I feel like once you get the hang of it, it would be great. But yeah. I'm not willing to put in hours and hours and hours and hours mm. and hours into this game to get a hold of this movement. Yeah. And then just, with all of these things, you also have the grapple uh, where you can use your weapon to, you know, hit a roof and swing and uh, yeah. press shift. You pull yourself Real, in. Yeah. Feels great. And then on top of that, you get a gun. And the gun loops into the grapple hook because the only way you get ammo is by absorbing the energy from the enemy once you've reeled them in and thrown them, and then they drop ammo, which you need to pick up. Um, the mm. gun's quite powerful, but, like, that's the only way you get ammo or you can sometimes pick it up in the world. Um, so, like, that's a cool... That's a cool... I think that was cool. Yeah. But on top of everything... Like, I think that would be good in a vacuum where the grappling hook was less, like, static, but but having that on top of all the other things was just a little overwhelming. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> and, but, well, actually, uh, it, I didn't mind it too much. Um, but the thing that really got me about the gun is that mm. it was left-hand gun, right-hand yeah, grapple, right-hand, right-click for gun, and left-click for grapple. No, sorry, it was reversed. <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> they were on at the wrong yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the left click did the opposite one from your hand which is just so 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 unintuitive that it's unreal i think my brain quite quickly just reformatted that because it starts you with the grappling hook before you get the gun and i just i like i had a couple seconds of like huh this is a little off and then my brain was like fine just just swap it but Oh, yeah, you're, I you're, think, a, you're a smart boy, Louis. I, I mean, I am a bit of a superstar, but um, <laughs> um, but like, yeah, again, just like all that stuff combined, it feels like it could just do with like twenty percent settling down. Yeah, yeah a little <laughs> and bit then, of polish would go a long way. And then yeah, I it's think, really like, polished, though. Yeah, like it has to me. I think like of all the games here, at like some of the highest potential of like, because some a lot of these games, and this is by in no means like a bad thing, because I really like it. But a lot of these games are like thirty minutes is really kind of enough like yeah. like oh you've done this is a really good short story or like this mechanic is really good for about 45 minutes worth of game uh this game could be you know like a like a solid game. kind of indie indie four eight, or five hour kind of shooter hours. thing yeah and i'm sure there'd be plenty of people who'd be happy to play this game for that long yeah um and again this game took up a large percentage uh, of my time of my three hours uh and it's the one with the least notes <laughs> so you know <laughs> it gives you an idea of what's going on there yeah um next i i played a game called mother red Did is it mother red one? or is it mothered mm, good question <laughs> <laughs> didn't really look very hard at the title but i wrote down mothered but I then also i don't know how to red. spell so it could actually be either. I mean, they are different spellings. There's an extra R, <laughs> extra R in there. I guess so. Uh, so let's find out. 
Um, so I will maybe talk about Mother Ed. Um, or, or Mothered. <laughs> uh, I can't find it here. Um, this was a cool game to see pop up because uh, I follow the work of this developer. I've been meaning to check out one of their games, but haven't got around to it. Um, so I was like, oh, yeah, I know, I know that logo. Um, and then the game, they have quite a specific aesthetic. Um, and, uh, and it boots into that. The first scene is very much that aesthetic from what I've seen of what they've shown of other stuff. Okay. Um, so I was like, oh, nice. Um, uh, and it's a, it, what is Motherhood? Um, it is a first person horror game. Um, the premise of which is you are, your dad is driving you home and, uh, he's, he's being a bit weird and you're in the back of the car. And it, to be honest, this five minute less scene is was my favorite bit um it's i think it has like it's kind of hard to describe the way it looks but there's something i find really pleasing about like the haze that they managed to capture it's like not ps1e um it's kind of got a relatively high level of fidelity but also kind of grungy glitchy um and i feel like they texture and light they just really capture they like the yeah, the being in the back of the car thing, I think, is really nicely captured here. Like, the lights going by and stuff, and, it, like, being quite foggy and stuff. Yeah. Um, it, that, uh, just to quickly jump in, that back of the car thing uh, was definitely the most uh, immersive experience of almost any game that I've played in a long time. Wow. Um, and just, like, the feeling of looking up, being in the back of a car as a child... And just remembering, like, car sickness and <laughs> that. You know what it was as well? It's the angle of being in a car looking almost up through the windows rather yeah. than sort of looking out through them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you're you're sitting behind your dad who's driving and, like, you can only see, like, you can't see his face, which comes off a bit later. Um, but, um yeah, it's it's a really good vibe and like the writing I think was quite creepy and strange. At this point I'm sort of forgetting most of what they said. Um but my main issue with this game was that it hard shut down my computer. <laughs> like Whoa. my computer completely turned off. Oh. Um Damn. twice. <laughs> ah, okay. At the same period of time. Um like, so yeah, there's like a, around a little bit less than five minutes sort of intro scene where you're clicking through text. So the second time I played it, I like thumbed through that. So I managed to get a little bit further and then, yeah, it wow. just hard turned off again. Wow. <laughs> Which to be honest, I was relieved about because this game was stressing me out. Yeah. Um, um, but it's a shame because I think uh, definitely f- probably on the more, um, uh, like I guess emotional level, this one felt like it had quite a lot going on Whereas maybe this selection of games this year feels maybe more mechanically focused than the last. Um, and this game felt maybe like it had some of that more like uh, vibes going on. But yeah, I didn't get to see it. I don't know where it goes. Does it go far? Did you play much of it? I, so, I mean, my main, my main note uh, from this is that it was a beautiful game that I just hated, <laughs> hated playing. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, this the, one I yeah. didn't enjoy at all. But it was it, this is like this game is like a in a sort of you know sense of games as art. Uh, mm. But 
Did you, uh, so yeah, so you get home. I can't, I can't quite remember. It's like either you are sick or your mother has been sick, but he, your dad basically says your mother's changed quite a bit, but don't be surprised. And then he drops you off at the house and he says, I need to go to work. But first, can you go pick up, uh, your mother's left a box on the sofa. Can you go get it for me? Um, and that's about when I crashed the first time. And then the second time oh, really? I managed to. Uh, yeah, and then the that second early? time, wow. yeah, I managed to get the box, bring it to him, go back inside. I started walking up the stairs, and then it crashed again. Um, um, wow. Well, but I, t- the- I tell you what, the game did you a little bit of a favor there because you got saved from seeing the animations of the mother figure. <laughs> I desperately wanted to and uh, did not want to see what the mother looked like. <laughs> um, so to me... Please that, describe her. It it was no, it was I think like the worst thing about this game. Oh, disappointing. Yeah. It, like oh, it was really goofy. Oh. Uh, and really the model of mother um and the animations were just weird. Oh, um, that's and, a shame. Uh yeah. Cause, like I mean, weird in that someone might find them really creepy or just plain not good. To me, just goofy. Right. To me, it was all just a bit, a bit goofy. I couldn't really take it seriously. Um, That's a shame. Because I love the. So you bring the box back to the, to your dad, who's still waiting in the car, and like his his headlights are like blinding as you walk down the pavement. Um, and you give it to him, and then he says like, um, "I'd give you a hug, but it's but it's better you don't see my face or something like that." Yeah. And my body was just like, "Oh, okay," because yeah. like. Because when you're sitting behind him in the car, you can kind of see that maybe something's off about his face, but you but you can't because he's facing away from you and it's dark. Um, but that was just like, oh, and then I just, my brain just filled with visions of what the mum will look like. Um, goofy. goofy. Uh, also, <laughs> so, as a quick note, it is mothered. You were right. <laughs> the mothered, not mother yeah. red? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> was she red? Is that no. where you got it from? Okay. No, no, I just misread the title as Mother Red. Mother Red. Or the, maybe the outside sign. Um, cool game, that, and it was kind of spooky. That line was very spooky. Yeah. I think the uh, writing in general was, like, quite compelling. Yeah. And going into that house and finding that box alone was enough to be uncomfortable. It was pitch black, um, yeah. which is which is enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once you're told there's something bad in that house and it's pitch black, then I'm 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 spooked. Mm-hmm. Does it? Would, do you, mechanically is there much going on? Uh, not that I got to. Okay. I turned it off not too long after that. <laughs> you saw creepy mum as in goofy mum, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You got what you needed. Uh, yeah. Um, gosh, there are so many games. I didn't touch a lot of these. Okay. Uh, could shape to be a bit of a long podcast. Um, Ten Dead Doves. Yeah, I only played a little bit of this. Okay, I played a, a strangely long amount of this. Um, my main note is that just video game fashion is really interesting mm. um, as a thing. I like the guy's coat. And it's just interesting how much more video game fashion will often resonate with me more than fashion. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's because it's like you're you don't wear like massively like I don't know 
crazy clothes. You wear like quite like straightforward stuff. Like you like quite practical stuff, right? Yeah, for the most part. And and uh, game characters are typically, you know, they got to be practical. Yeah, these guys. True, 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 true. Uh, maybe. Um, but I uh, yeah, it was. Oh, I didn't think it was bad. Yeah, I um I think one of my notes, and this isn't like directly directed at um this game um was uh i was by the time i played this one i was getting a bit tired of like what seemed to be quite a consistent trend of like irreverent humor Mm. in quite a few of these games like there was just quite a lot of games this year that were like not spooky which is fine um but then instead were just kind of wacky um and like this game had some interesting idea. I only really played that it starts with like a dream sequence and actually I thought it was quite neat the way they do it. Yeah. Um, um, visually it's quite impressive. And like, I think in general it has like quite a nice looking art style. It's quite distinct, but also sort of PS1-y. Um, but yeah, the writing and, and voice acting just didn't hit for me. It's just like, oh, I, I don't really get what this is about or why it is this way. It was interesting. I mean, it was... Uh, so I think from playing this it just felt like the the voice acting was just done by friends mm. um or people who weren't particularly good at voice acting which i almost quite enjoyed mm. uh i think i didn't enjoy the uh humor as well it didn't mm. really land for me uh but i did enjoy that the voice acting wasn't very good for some reason <laughs> <laughs> i th- i think to be honest like it was kind of uh weirdly impressive and polished yeah. in terms of like the animation work and and th- there's a lot of cutscenes which you just don't see in games of this scale because it's a lot of work to make this all this bespoke like characters wandering around voices and lips flapping talking to each other and eyes moving like oh all that my stuff gosh. the face must, animations are wild it must be a lot of freaking work so yeah. like it's and it's and it's like unusually yeah high level of quality um the the face animations are basically done by having so you just took sort of like a super low poly face, uh, but then with like low pixel renders of real mouths and real eyes opening and closing mm. um, on these faces that looks very weird, but also I think because they're from real images, at least I assume they are, they looked it, uh, it has like a sense of realism that's kind of trippy. Yeah, um, it kind of, it reminded me a bit of a uh, paratopic. Uh, do you remember Paratopic? Paratopic, um, yes. It's a horror game we played a long time ago. Um, um, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like that. Uh, but a bit softer. Um, Paratopic is quite, like, quite pixely and, and harsh, whereas whereas this one was a bit smoother and like probably closer to a PS2 than a PS1. Yeah. Yeah, sort of 1.5. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I like the voice acting. I thought it was like a appropriately weird, yeah, uh, vibe that added added to it. Um, yeah, I played a bit of this. It was fine. Yeah, um, they speak from the abyss. Yeah, uh, this game uh, I thought was really cool. Mm. Uh, a lot of these games made me feel unwell. <laughs> um, this one as in when you just to clarify when you say unwell you mean nauseous like yeah yeah <laughs> i mean 
mean, <laughs> that's they. That's weird. I wouldn't expected this one to because it's like static grid based sort of. It's first person, but like you're not moving fast. Yeah, but so much of what you do move is like left to right with just a wall of sure, texture. Sure. Um, yeah. Going back and forth. Yeah. That, yeah. You don't. You don't have like a consistent point of um, thing to like look at. It could have done with like, <laughs> especially in this game. It's that's the opposite <laughs> of what this game does to you. Yeah. Uh, this game I thought was actually. This game was also one of my favorites um, that mm. I played. Uh, it's basically a walking sim. Um, from what I played of it, until I gave up. Um, oh no! I also gave oh, up. Oh no! No, I didn't give up. It ended in black, and I wasn't sure if it was a crash or if it was intentional. Oh, okay. Um, but I was happy as with it as an ending. <laughs> <laughs> Great, perfect. Um, so. Uh, yeah, that's what happened. Then I booted it back up, and there was no like save game or anything, so I left it. Um, this game is basically a sort of it starts in a dream. Uh, well, I think. Do you want to no, describe starts... the movement first? Sure. So, like, I the thing that I thought was initially really interesting about this game is like it. Um, it's it's not a genre that I really have ever played, but like it's it sort of seems to be taking from, like, that old PC first-person dungeon crawler thing. Um, so you, like, you every time you press forward, you move forward one square, and you kind of rotate on an axis on a dime, and then you walk forward or back or left or right. Um, uh, or and you're kind left of, and right as well. Yeah, and you you're, like, stuck in these hyper-straight cubic corridors as you walk down and it's kind of just yeah you're just walking around a space with a crap ton of corners everywhere um and i thought that was neat because the game starts in a house and i my i was like oh that's a really cool idea to like put what was traditionally always like <laughs> like fantasy dungeon kind of wandering <laughs> around in a prison or whatever with a sword and a mage and whatever um to put that in like a horror a traditional like modern horror game visual of like a, a a crappy flat or something uh and you're in that flat for like 30 seconds and then you immediately boot into some weird <laughs> labyrinthian um dungeon <laughs> yeah. which it doesn't make it bad but i was like oh okay <laughs> okay <laughs> sure sure fine fair enough, fair enough. um yeah so it's like a dungeon crawler although i don't remember i don't know if you do you do any combat no there's no. uh there's suggestions of combat but i never saw it uh which yeah I, it's which is really interesting i thought it was that was really interesting yeah yeah um this, this so this whole game is basically uh you leave the door of your apartment and you go into the corridor and you look left and there is a demon um mm. of sorts and as you approach it you can talk to it uh and for one i think all the demon designs in this were great uh, I thought they looked amazing. They were just sort of pixelated, random depictions of uh, bizarre creatures. And, yeah, nice nice character designs. Um, and you sort of walk into this mystic abyss. And before you know it, you're in some gobbledygook textured, like you said, labyrinth. Uh, which you're just walking around randomly talking to different demons. Yeah. Um 
And what I almost enjoyed most about this game is that the whole thing was just twisting corridors. And sort of every time you went somewhere, you could turn around and maybe what was behind you was no longer behind you. Mm. Um, and so it meant that, especially when your movement was so restricted and so disorientating, uh, because not only was it uh, the movement you described, but the space around you was um, neither fixed nor solid. So there could be a wall that was just sort of semi-textured and you could sort of see deep beyond it and mm. just see more walls and more textures. Uh, and at the same time, you could turn around um, and yeah, be lost very easily. So it was yeah. very difficult to understand the space, which I found at first. But then when you understand that you actually don't need to have an understanding of that space, it was super liberating just being able to be like, well, let's see where this goes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just walking around and bumping into these demons. It was uh, cool. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Mm. And yeah, like you said, the combat thing was kind of interesting. Uh, you get given a knife. Um, from this one demon who sort of keeps reappearing. And they're like, oh, you're going to need this to protect yourself. Um, but there's never well, he any keeps, combat. He, <laughs> he, keeps, he keeps threatening to kill you. <laughs> yeah. I think he's literally called, like, serial killer or something. Yeah. And he keeps talking about how, like, oh, I'm going to kill you soon. <laughs> In a kind of jokey but slightly stressful way. Uh, and, yeah, each time you see him, you think, like, oh, this is the time we're going to, like, this is when I will find out what the combat of this game is. Mm -hmm. um, and it just never happened. Yeah. Uh, so who knows? Who knows? Maybe it does in the full game. Um, this is pretty much where I got to. Uh, I played Gob for, like, five minutes before being confused. I really liked Gob. I didn't play much of Gob, um, but I really liked Gob. <laughs> beautiful game. Again, um, really yeah. beautiful game. Amazing looking. It's It's got, like, a kind of a claymation-y... I don't think it is claymation. Um, uh, aesthetic. Is, is that how you would describe what that looked like? <sighs> yeah, the character design. I mean, it's almost like a... So, like the backgrounds and stuff are like pre-rendered like yeah it's, um, it's like an old point and click game almost uh in its yeah. look where it's pre-rendered and weird but it does yeah i think claymation spooky sort of tim burton claymation vibe yeah um so yeah it is it's like a it's a point and click except you have direct control of the character in a 3d space um uh and the controls are weird um but kind of interesting, you wander around this little sort of goblin guy um, who seems to live in the sewer, and uh, the first thing you need to do is just kind of get out of his home, his room, um, and the way you do that is by picking up items, combining them, and um, interacting with other objects, uh, which is very obviously adventure gamey, but the, the control scheme and stuff is kind of weird because you can hold things in your left and your right hand, um, uh, so you can pick up two items at a time, which I can imagine would be incredibly frustrating if you played this game for more than 20 minutes. Oh, I didn't um, even know that, yeah. Um, it seems like you can only carry two items at a time. Um, uh, and then if you press, um, so you pick up, yeah, so your left hand is Q, right hand is E, and if you press both of them at the same time, you, like, mash them together, and you make it into a more usable item. Um, uh, Right. Which is kind of a weird, no neat 
control scheme yeah i had to i didn't know what i was doing and then i looked in the menu and there is a uh uh, I just looked at the controls and that kind of helped me with quite a few of the first puzzles. Okay. Um, uh, and then like, yeah, I got out of that room and then the, uh, it just suddenly got quite big and I was like, okay, I don't, I don't need to do the rest of this, but, um, but yeah, neat, neat aesthetic, and uh, neat vibe in general. Um, don't know much more about it. Other than that, though. Nice. Um, so that, under, that was it. That was for me. That was, that was my three hours. Wowzers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I probably spent about 45 minutes on a chain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it should be said that I think probably every year you play this for three hours. I, I play most of it, um, right. regardless of time. Yeah. Um, uh, so you didn't see the so arcade game at the top. I was curious what you thought of that. Uh, which one? I think you would have liked Future that. reality? No. Um, so on the <laughs> uh, top floor, there is an arcade a literal arcade and it's kind of in it's not a demo it's like in universe in okay. the space um and you come in and you at least i well i can't really tell <laughs> anyway it doesn't matter it doesn't matter about the law but you come into this arcade in the mall and you are stuck there because they've taken your soul and the only way to get your soul is you have to buy it from the uh with your tickets your arcade tickets um and you have to get tickets by playing the arcade games and picking them up from the floor and if you buy other things from the arcade like Is plushies that what the and... are for? no that's okay. for a soda machine, machine um, uh, uh and if you, you can also buy like plushies and stuff and that increases your like ticket multiplier so you like like 20 times tickets when you play the arcade game um uh, neat. The only problem what I have was that there's only one arcade game, despite there being like four different machines in the room, uh, and it's Asteroids. <laughs> oh, <laughs> weird. Like, I don't want to just play Asteroids for an hour. Um, uh, so I didn't finish it. I don't know what happens. Um, I just left. It's a cool idea though for a story. Yeah, it's a you cool buy idea. Back your soul with the arcade tickets. Yeah, and when you beat people's score. On the arcade machine, they like um, give you like hints or like slightly change the game of asteroids, like so it makes it easier. Okay. Um, so you obviously you can get more points to get more tickets yeah. to get your soul. Who knows why cool. they didn't just make the uh, demos, the arcade games to win tickets? An excellent. I'm sure. I'm sure all of these things were discussed, sure <laughs> and then they were like, "We have no time. We'll I'm do sure the other thing." <sighs> anyway, uh, are there any other games that you want to talk about from this? Yeah, I think there are probably two more that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well, maybe th- maybe three more. Do you think we could do three more? Fuck, I ain't got nowhere to be. Well, right. actually, um, a, can we do it in 20 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> so you do have somewhere to be. Well, is that, in 20 I, minutes, actually. No, I, I don't need to be, but... <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. It's a um, World Cup game. That I don't that's, need to watch. That's absolutely fine. I doubt we'll talk about it for that long because if you haven't played it, it's not as interesting. Um, but well, I'll start with the one that I liked the most. The one I liked the most was called Dead Letter Department. Okay. Um, which was so it's basically a game that you sit at a computer terminal, like an old like I don't know. MS-DOS kind of thing um, with, like, no graphical interface, whatever, and you you have to type up uh, 
the addresses on like scanned letters uh, that the computer can't read because the handwriting's not legible. Oh, yeah, I watched a, this is a, this is the thing that I watched a video about recently. Oh, really? Online, yeah, uh, about like the department where they actually do this in America. Yeah, but not related to the game. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So, so you, so yeah, you you've got this like shitty job in this very unpleasant place, um, and you that's what you're doing. So, like, a scan on the computer will come up of a letter, and highlighted in yellow will be the text that it can't read, and you need to type it out. Okay. Um, so, like, it's one of those games that, like, obviously is in, has an incredibly menial task, and I love a I love a game like that. Um, uh, I love like how games just somehow manage to make these things fun. Um, uh, yeah, so you're sitting at this computer, and I guess because you have this like forced perspective, and blah blah blah, uh, I found it really quite stressful. Um, it kind of really just builds tension from sound and uh, lighting in the background. Um, and, like, sometimes the screen will glitch out, and, like, sometimes the letters that you're writing might be a little bit off. Okay. Um, but it doesn't... I really like how it, ha- it has... At any moment, it could just hit you with, a like, a terrible jump scare. Like, it made me... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It made me think of um, that old YouTube video of the... Um, you know that, like, maze, that old prank website with the maze and the... You try to beat the maze. You get. You'd be like, "Oh, I can't do this maze." And yeah, you get your you friend get over, like and then four. and then and then on the yeah, on like the fourth level, like a spooky face jumps out and a loud scream. Like at any moment, it could do that because you're literally just forced to stare at the screen. Yeah. Um, and, and not and, only and if, stare, but like focus intently and try. Yeah, and focus intently, but also like you know that the only thing this game has to track progress is the the last time you pressed a key, right? So like literally with every key press you know that you could be triggering a horrible jump scare. <laughs> um, Amazing. And it, it's really good because great. It, doesn't, it doesn't do that. Um, it does use that, and it, does like, it gets close to jump scares, but it never quite does it. Um, it's really effective, and like, I think I was playing it for like half an hour. Uh, I played the whole demo, and like, it just was building tension that entire time. Um, and I just, yeah, I, by the end of it, I was like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> to try to get around the key press thing, I was like reading what was on screen, then looking away from the screen it's and tight. typing. <laughs> um, and like nice. obviously, some of the some of it is really hard to read, and there's like a zoom function as well, mm. so you can like get closer to the screen. It's just horrible. Um, but yeah, really, really neat idea. Um, oh, that's cool. Um, super Very cool. cool. Very cool combination of uh, task and reality and spooks. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, and then maybe I'll just talk about uh, I, the other two are quite short. So the other one that I thought you would like is called um, Nowhere, I think. Um, nowhere is that M I? I'm assuming that's yeah. a state. Uh, nowhere, Michigan. I'm guessing. Um. Uh. So th- this I assumed you would like this one because it's another one that just feels really good, similar to um, uh, End Chain. Uh. It is a first-person shooter with a really nice double jump um, and a dash. Uh, it's kind of open. It's kind of... I mean, it describes it as a Metroidvania, which I guess is kind of true. Like, sure. you get, like, keys to open doors. And, and the other one was as well. 
Um, yeah, it's, it's it's similar. It's less. It's it's not as dark. It's more goofy. Again, I, the humor didn't hit for me, but like the the mechanics were good enough where I didn't mind. Um, like you have a talking gun. It's that kind of humor. Okay. Um, but um, but yeah, the actual like the world was really cool, and like it has this like the environments change quite quickly and rapidly, and like are very all over the place. It was really neat. I really liked it. Um, so I'd recommend people check that out. And then the other one is the one that you said, which was um. Future Reality, did you play this? No, but God, the screenshot looks great. Um, Future Reality is so cool. It's um, it's uh, it's Wipeout. So if anyone ever played Wipeout, yeah. the PlayStation <laughs> One what series, it looks like. <laughs> um, it's Wipeout with a somehow even more frustrating control scheme. Uh, um, and like, and so it's a racing game. So Wipeout, for anyone who knows, is like a sci-fi. You race ships around a track. Um, what a uh, so it's a racing game. What a, what a, yeah. What a franchise. What a thing. That it, um, you know actually is the most beautiful thing about that, and is actually just beyond beautiful. Uh, yeah. Is that Wipeout or a version of it, as in one of the many, you know, many many yeah. iterations of Wipeout, always appeared on every demo disc I ever played. Yeah. That's true. You know, every <laughs> yeah. PS2 demo disc that would come from a magazine would include Wipeout. Yeah. That's hilarious. That's true. That's nice. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so it's Wipeout, um, but the controls are, are, like, even harder. I think it did tell me to play with a gamepad before I started, so maybe that's why. But, um, uh, I'm not really going to bother trying to describe how to control it. Okay. But effectively, it's like intentionally quite challenging because the conceit of it really is just trying to stay alive. As you fly through the space, instead of like power-ups, you um, pick up these like gross, like floating flesh balls that are fixed to the ship. Okay. Um, and you and the only thing you can do, you can either, you can boost or heal with them. And if you pick up too many, you start to take damage. So it like starts to like leech off the ship. Okay. Um, so it's just like an interesting idea for a racing game um, where it's like effectively a kart racer, but um, uh, but it's kind of gross and horrible, and the music's pretty good. Um, and looks great. Uh, it, the screenshot. It's more yeah. It's more about just kind of staying alive while trying to win instead of like trying to sort of beat the others. Um, yeah, really, really neat. I thought it was a really neat idea. Nice. Um, and it feels like definitely one of those games that like you get better at. Like the, I was re- I was like struggling to get through the tutorial at first, um, and then I came like I think like fifth in the race. Um, and by the end of that race, I felt like I had a much better idea of what I was doing. Nice. Well, there you go. There you go. Another year demo disc ticked off the list. Donezo, gosh, spooky, 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 so spooky, um, and yeah, like I, almost everything I played was good or interesting, um, uh, and uh, like the other ones, it's it's worth checking out. If I, I think we say this every time, but it's like it's such a nice way to just play a bunch of random stuff and like yeah. not commit to anything. It's nice. It's a nice feeling. Um, just pop in, and be like, oh, this is interesting, or be like, oh, this isn't for me, and then just try something else. Um, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I agree. And I think, like, last year's museum gallery sort of vibe uh, is the perfect um, sort of setting for something like this because it does feel like you are walking around a museum uh, experiencing 
um, which is so unlike what games normally are. And I was thinking about playing games in my room and how this room and this chair is like a space for like hanging out, relaxing, vibing, mm. which is so not what these things are. Mm. And it made me feel like I should be playing these games somewhere else. Um, mm. To enjoy them more, like mm-hmm. in a gallery, for example, um, or yeah. somewhere where I'm like in a mental space to take on horror. Yeah, I mean, I I kind of get I I don't like playing I don't really like playing horror games with a mouse and keyboard at a desk. Mm. Um, it's too it force it's asking too much focus of me. Like it's I feel like like I don't want to give not that I ever play like like any like ta- I don't not like I'm playing Valorant but like I don't want to give the same like physical shape to a horror game that I would something like Valorant you know right. like um okay. I kind of want to recline a little so I don't have to be as close to the screen yeah. basically yeah well that is the thing as well is it's a big screen that you are yeah. like 2 foot 3 foot 4 foot away from also I always play uh, I don't have speakers for my desk so I always use headphones yeah. and that just makes these things 10,000 times more stressful. And again... Oh, there was one more game, sorry, Yeah. that I couldn't play because I just immediately found it too much. And I can't quite remember what it was called. I think it was called Fear the Spotlight. Yep, that's what it was by Cozy Game Pals. Um, and uh, that was like an example. This one felt pretty polished. Um, quite sort of traditional third-person uh, sort of stealth horror game. You're a kid in a school... I think it was a school, and uh, there's a spooky um, guy with, like, a big spotlight for a head wandering around. Um, and uh, uh, there's some pleasant. Yeah. The, the, I think it was actually mostly the music um, was really, really good and really, really horrible. Um, and I just really couldn't play it for very long. Um, so if you like scary games, maybe that one would be a good one to check out. Yeah, well, nice to know they have one. <laughs> yeah. 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 Something truly horrible. Um, yeah. Yeah. I look uh, again, to next year. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Anyway. Till next year. <laughs> Indeed. We'll, we'll be back. We'll be back. Well, I'm still waiting on... Uh, I, w- I wishlist it. Uh, law, laws, la, lawns, la, laws, la. <laughs> Is it lawns, not out la? yet? It's not out yet. I think no. that's what it was called. Law, lawns, la, la. Yeah, lawns, la. Lawns, I'm still, la. still waiting on that one. Yeah, I follow them on socials and stuff, so, like, they post, they're still making it, they post, like, footage of it, it's looking good. Great, great, yeah, we'll play that on another episode of Time Played Through Chart. <laughs> we will. Uh, do you want to do, do you want to do the thing I suggested, see, or whenever you... I have no idea what you're referring to, because <laughs> uh, it's been a month since we last yeah. spoke. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, <laughs> uh, sure, I'll say yes. Okay. Uh, it shouldn't take too long. I mean, three hours, blah, but this one, um, fairly easy to do, right, in theory. It's not like mm-hmm. a hard three hours. Okay. Um, but it was to watch the cyberpunk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. I can do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm curious. Yeah. Uh, and I think with three hours, you can uh, get through... A lot of it. I think it's probably just over three hours. Sure. Oh, I think it's like eight episodes, but they're like twenty-four minutes or whatever. Oh, really? They're like, like 
Yeah, they're like 20 minute episodes. Anime length, yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Um, very short, and there's like eight or nine of them or something, or maybe ten. Cool. Um, I was thinking it was going to be like um, Arcane or whatever. No, no, much more, uh, yeah, rapid fire than that. Sweet. Um, so you can pretty much get through the entire thing, um, or at least know if you want to finish it and by the time three hours is up. Cool. Well, um, I mean, let's see if... Would you, you said you're a bit quieter now, right? Um, very. For the next three weeks. So let's see if we can get it done within the three weeks. Why yeah. not? I, I've seen it. So, I mean... You're I ready go, to go. I'm good to go tomorrow. Maybe <laughs> I'll watch it with, with dinner tonight, and that's probably, like, what? I'm a third of the way there. Yeah. You know? Cool. All right. Well, we'll be back soon. We'll be back soon. Thank you for Thanks. listening. Uh, sorry for the long break. Don't Hope be you sorry. Missed us too much. Um, you're right. But, well, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Nice to be uh, back. Nice to be back. Yeah. Um, nice to talk to you. Nice. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, I thought things has been a good episode. But yeah, it's been a juicy uh, I'll one. I'll see you later. Sure. You might be able to hear a bit of World Cup TV murmurs in the background. Oh, the boys um, got them so on. So apologies for that, yeah. But uh, I'm going to head out and go across the room into the lounge. <laughs> Across the hallway. <laughs> uh, Alright, bud. Bye. Catch you later. Bye.